Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com/switch. $45 up front for 3 months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact... You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Welcome to the INFJ Whisperer podcast, where I dissect all things INFJ. You are not alone anymore. There are others like you. Hi, everyone. I hope that you guys are doing amazing wherever you are in the world. My name is Boomshika, and I welcome you to my channel. As always, I'm so grateful that you're listening, subscribing, and commenting. I really appreciate the support. In this one, I wanted to talk to you guys about the INFJ stare. I've done a video on this in the past, a long time ago actually, 
three, four years ago. Uh, so it's been a while since I've spoken about it, but I've kind of gained some new learnings about the stare, and I, so I, want, I thought that I'd re rejuvenate this topic by talking about it again. Um, so you probably know this if you are an INFJ already, or if you know an INFJ, that they have these intense stares where a lot of people will not be able to hold our stare because it can be pretty intense for them. I actually think of it as um, a thing where, you know, sometimes you're staring at a baby, you know, you're looking into a baby's eyes, and there's just so much innocence and purity and wisdom in those eyes. I mean, they are just, they've just been born, you know, they just came down to earth for whatever business they are here for. And you look into their eyes sometimes, and if you are the kind of person who has a lot of shame within them or a lot of anxiety or the kind of person who does not love themselves, it can be very difficult for you to look into someone else's eyes, especially a baby's eyes, because the baby can just look directly at you without blinking, without looking away, and they look directly into your eyes, and they just have the stare that completely sees you as you are, completely as you are, without putting any masks on you, without putting any facades, right? I remember when I was younger, because I hated myself so much, because I had so much shame associated with my body, with myself, I had very little, very little self-love for myself, or very little self-love in general, and I just, I, I had so many issues with myself. Sometimes I even disgusted myself. And so when someone would look at me directly in the eye, I would have to look away because I myself was afraid that someone would see me truly as I am and realize how disgusting I was. Now, as my self-love for myself, self-love, as my self-love grew, I realized that I could look into people's eyes without blinking or without looking away because I wasn't ashamed anymore of myself. I wasn't afraid of them seeing me as I truly am. I wasn't afraid that they would look into my eyes and see something that they would dislike. And if they did dislike it, I was like, all right, cool, that's fine with me. And if they liked it, great, great. You know, I love it too. I love all aspects of myself or as much as possible I do. Right, and so that, in that way, I think that's what INFJs do for other people. The fact of the matter is that most people on this planet are in severe self-hate mode, right? They don't like themselves. They cannot stand to be around by themselves, around themselves. They usually, you know, play a lot of music or they'll watch Netflix or they'll always have noise around them because they just cannot stand to be by themselves with their thoughts. They disgust themselves. They cannot, they cannot stand themselves basically, right? A lot of people like that. I know a lot of people like that. I knew, I mean, I was one of those people. And I know a lot of people like that right now as well. Where they're constantly moving, constantly in motion, constantly doing something. Because they want to distract themselves from themselves, from their own thoughts, from their own disgustingness to themselves, right? And for these kind of people, because there's so many of them right now, like on this planet, they cannot look at you in the eye because they're afraid that if you look them in the eye, and they look at you in the eye, they're afraid that you will see their disgustingness. You will see their self-hatred. You will see their lack of self-love. You will see them as they are. And they're absolutely terrified of being seen without their masks. They're absolutely terrified of being seen as they truly are because they hate their true self. They don't like it for some reason. I don't know why. Every person has a different reason, right? And so as an INFJ, we know that about people. We know that the eyes are the souls, or the doors to the soul. Basically, it's been said over and over again. It's overhashed, overused, this phrase, but it is the truth. The eyes are the windows to 
your soul. If you look into someone, someone's eyes for long enough, you can pretty much look into who they truly are. And as I said, most people, a lot of people unfortunately hate themselves. They don't like what their soul looks like. They don't like what they look like on the inside. They don't like, they don't want to know what's going on on the inside. That's why they distract themselves with so much stuff. They numb themselves with so many different things because they don't want to know. They don't want to know their true self. They're afraid of it, right? As an INFG, when we are staring into someone's eyes, when I stare into someone else's eyes or they stare into mine and we kind of lock eyes, we're basically, as I said, we're looking into, we're peering into their soul, right? Because we have very intense gazes. We have very big eyes usually and very intense gazes. And there's a lot of power in them. And because we're empaths, we're able to really empathize with the person. We're able to connect with them on a deeper level. We're also sensitive, so we're able to connect with them again on that deeper emotional level. And so as soon as we lock eyes with someone, a lot of people will look away from us. They will not be able to hold contact or, or stay in that locked gaze for a long time, for even a second perhaps sometimes, because they don't want you seeing their deeper inner self. They're afraid of what you might see. Now, in my opinion, everyone's deeper inner self is beautiful. It's gorgeous. It's great. It's their deeper inner self. It's unique. It's unique to them, whatever it might be. People think that they have all of this gross stuff inside of them, the slimy, gross, shadowy things, figures, and, and slimy things that are terrible. But mostly, in most cases, in most human beings, not, I would say all human beings, it's not like that. We think it's like that because we've been told that we're very disgusting or we've been told by our parents that we're not good enough or we've been told by society that we're ugly or fat or, or whatever it might be. And we think that this is what the inside of us looks like as well. But it's actually not true, obviously, right? A baby, I mean, I know there was a Seinfeld episode when there was a very ugly baby and they would, they would look at him in horror and they would just gasp whenever they saw the baby. But in general, all babies are just beautiful. They're beautiful, pristine, innocent, pure creatures, right? There's never a baby that you look, like, look at, unless you're in a Seinfeld episode, that you look at and you're like, oh my God, this baby's terribly ugly or something like that. You know, you mostly all, I can't imagine, I've never seen an ugly baby myself. Every baby has a pristine beauty within them, that gorgeous, that's, that's purity, that, that gorgeousness, that, that beauty that kind of emanates from the inside out. And I think every person is like that too. They're just, they might have it very, very deep inside, that beauty, that purity, that, that gorgeousness, but it's there. And most of us, because we're so afraid that we are, we covered ourselves up with so many terrible, ugly layers, that we're afraid that that's who we are. But those ugly layers that we have covered ourselves up with, it's fake, it's false, it's a mask, it's, it's something that's not real. It's like when um, they found a Buddha statue in Thailand once, and it was covered, it was like a clay statue of the Buddha. Um, and, you know, there was a little bit of a crack on it, and this person started noticing that through the crack, he noticed a little bit of gold, something kind of shiny. So he started peeling away the, the clay, he kind of started like hammering away at it and removing the clay. And in the need, they found a solid gold Buddha statue. And of course, probably what happened was that, you know, the, the priests or the monks had probably covered the Buddha statue up with the clay because they were afraid that it would be stolen away, right? But I think all of us are like this. We are all covered up with all this grimy, clayey stuff, this disgusting, slimy stuff because we put on masks, because we are told that our real selves are not good enough, our, self, our real selves are not beautiful enough, are not good enough for the people around us so we're like no that's not good you're not you shouldn't be like that put on a mask so we put on a mask and you put on another mask and we put on masks more and more masks as we get older and older older so that the baby that we were that pristine beautiful pure baby that we were 
without any masks, we have a hundred thousand masks on top, right? Made of clay, made of stone, made of um, whatever it might be, right? Just grimy shit. And so we have all these masks, and but we have that gold inside of us. It's still there, right? And so when you look into someone's eyes, when as an INFJ you stare into someone's eyes, I really feel like I'm looking for that gold. I'm looking for what is underneath all of that grimy stuff because it's there and I know it's there and I can see it in some people right away. But some people it takes a little bit longer to see it. But it's there and I know it. It's there. It's beautiful. It's pristine. It's beautiful and pure. And I want to see that deeper inner gold within each person, that beauty, that pristine beauty. So I think that's why we stare at people. You know, we're not doing it because we want to be rude. We don't, we're not doing it because we want to stare you down or intimidate you. Sometimes we do that, but not mostly not like that. Mostly we're looking for that deeper in ourself of you. We're kind of trying to see that gold within you that has been hidden by all of those clayy, masky things, right? That, lime, that grimy, slimy stuff. And so when an INFJ is staring at you, again, remember that that's what they're trying to do. We're not trying to be rude to you. We're not trying to put you down. We're not doing anything. We're not looking for a fight, right? We're just trying to look at you in a deeper manner because we know it's there within you and we just really want to see it because we're just so excited to see that beautiful, deeper, gold self of yours, that beautiful, pristine self of yours because we just want to connect with you on a deeper level. And that's why INFJ stare. I really think that's why we stare, okay? Now, this is my thing. This is what I think. Of course, you guys might have a different reason. I'd love to hear from you guys what you guys think why we stare. And if you are non-INFJ listening and you're like, why do these people stare? Well, this is basically the reason. Now, sometimes we do stare at bullies. We stare down at bullies because we want to intimidate them because they're bullying someone and we're like, what are you doing? Why are you being such a horrible person, right? <laughs> But mostly, as I said, we're trying to look at your inner deep self and we're really trying to connect with you on a deeper level. Again, thank you so much for watching. I hope that you liked this video. I hope that you understood it. If you have any questions, please comment below and I shall do a follow-up video. Again, thank you so much for listening and I shall see you the next time around. Bye for now. Thanks for listening. If you want to put a face to the voice, you can check out my YouTube channel, Boom Shaka. Bye for now. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.